There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Welcome to a Freestyle Friday on the What Is Eating You podcast. Today, I have a very special co-host, Kylie Latley. Welcome, Kylie. How are you today? I'm well. Actually, I'm a little bit frazzled this morning because I took one son to the bus for school drop-off, then the other son to the other school, and we arrived at school, Steph, and everyone else was in free dress and he wasn't. So I had to race him home quickly. Well, I had to make the decision. Do I let him go to school in his uniform and face that consequence of him not telling me? Or do I race home and let him get changed? So I raced home and now I'm behind the eight ball. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I love that. <laughs> I love how real and, and raw you are because I think when people see us on social media, they just think, oh, you know, you've got this perfect life, you've got it together, you're so good at parenting, especially when I watch uh, your stories and your parenting. It's such a big thing, I think, free dress. And then does that sort of play into your, I don't know, your beliefs or your ADHD forgetfulness or, oh, my gosh, how did I forget? Or you just chill with it? Well, to be fair, So for those of you who don't know, I have inattentive type ADHD and so does this son of mine. I've got twins and one has the exact same ADHD as me. So I understood that he didn't get the notice from school to me or remember to relay that information until the very last minute. But then when I quickly looked it up as well on the parent, like the parent teacher app, they've got free dress today and tomorrow. So I was like, that's like, yeah, it was just, it's just a bit of a weird thing. It is weird. And I thank you so much for sharing that. Probably should have told the viewers. But um, I just feel like there's so many people around me who have ADHD that it just feels like everyone knows, but they don't. So thanks for sharing that. But it's all good. We made it. We're here. And today we're going to discuss a dilemma of the week. So I asked on my Instagram stories, share a dilemma, obviously with consent. We will discuss it on the podcast Kylie has no idea what I'm about to ask. How are you feeling about that? Good. I prefer not to know. Spring it on me. 
Bring it. All right, let's get into it. So today's dilemma comes from a viewer and they have said, I'm in love with my housemate and I don't know if he feels the same. I'm a thousand percent positive he is or he feels the same, but I have imposter syndrome and I don't actually know if he is. Now I had to ask a few more questions to get clarity. So basically he said, we've known each other for seven years and we just moved in about a month ago. I'm pretty sure he likes me back, but I don't know hundred percent. And I'm waiting for him to make the move. So I'm playing it super cool, but I'll be devastated if it went sour. And I said, well, why don't you make the move? I was just asking. And he said, I just want to wait till he makes the move. I'll be so upset if I made a move and was wrong all along. That is the dilemma. That is a tricky one, especially because they've just moved in together. And I would be interested to know what the dynamic there is, you know, like, are they both on the lease? Is one person the owner? Like, what is the actual dynamic as well? Because that can play into it too. Like if the person that submitted this question has moved in as like a tenant and they're kind of their landlord as well, it's a different dynamic, right? Versus both signing on to a lease. It can be hard to know. Like it can be hard to read the room sometimes, particularly if someone is really flirty. Don't you find? Yes. And that's a really good thing about the lease and who's on it and what would happen with, you know, if it did go sour. But I was thinking as well in a male-male dynamic, because myself as a straight female, I just always expect the man to make the move. Like I'm happy to give the signs and the flirtation and the eye contact, but I wonder if it's different in a gay dynamic about who makes the move and what that expectation is. Yeah, that's a, you've raised a really great point there. Um, I don't know whether I agree with like, you always have to wait for the other person to make the move, but I definitely think it's like reading the room and going, okay, what is it that's telling me this person is interested in me as well? But I also like, there's a big part of me, Steph, that just feels like, well, you just have to ask the question. You know, if you're old enough to live out of home and you're old enough to have a housemate, then you're old enough to have that conversation where you say, hey, like particularly given that there's a friendship here of seven years, hey, I don't know how you're feeling, but from my end, I'm having some romantic feelings come to the surface. I don't know if there's more to it than just attraction or a fleeting moment of connection, but I would just love to check in with you and see where you're at with this. And like worst case scenario in this situation really isn't that devastating because you've got a friendship of seven years. This person's going to be kind and respectful to you, even if they don't feel the same way. Mm. Like yes. I think I think the worst case scenario kind of comes down the line, Steph, where it's like, oh, they potentially sleep together or they explore this and then it goes sour and then they might lose the friendship. But I think at this stage of like early inception, having that conversation, it's pretty low risk. I agree. And what was super interesting, I brought this up to my partner and he's like, there's two ways. And he was so sure of this. He goes, one, you just go in and you make the move. He goes, you can't give the person too much time to think about whether they want to do it. 
you just got to go straight for, for the move. I'm like, that's what you did to me. He's like, yeah, and see, it worked. He said, or, and this was what you said, you sit down and you just say straight out, hey, listen, I like you. I'm not sure if you feel the same way. If you don't, that's absolutely okay, but I just want to put it on the table here and see where your head is at. Yeah, and the other thing is, do you need to know right now? Like, could it be a situation where you allow it to be a slow burn and you just see what transpires? You know, like that's how you're feeling right now. Give it a week of living together. Give it two weeks. Give it three weeks. Just wait and see what happens along the way. You know, you might develop more of a sense of intimacy that naturally occurs when you're living with someone. And those things might just come to the surface naturally. And you might find yourself in a position in a few weeks where you're not guessing does this person like me or do they not like me? Because it's become more apparent. Like don't put so much pressure on having to know right now, today, and having to make a decision right this Mm. moment. I feel the opposite. I'm more (laughs) Yes, I don't like moving slow. I think, yes, once you know you're in an exclusive dynamic, that's fine. But I'm of the opinion life is short. Do they like you? Get it out the way. Find out now especially as a woman with a ticking biological clock, like you have those needs, but perhaps um, with males, it might be a little bit different, but this person sounds pretty confident that the other guy feels the same way. So I'm just curious, maybe he should make the move. Well, what does make the move even mean? Like you're not going to jump on someone or maybe you will, but like making the move to me is it's asking someone, do you want to go on a date? It's holding eye contact a little bit longer. Like I love that your partner, bless him, was like, you just make the move and you do not give them a chance. But that brings up all sorts of consent issues. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure that's like not okay unless they're consenting. Um, I know that that's not what he meant. What he meant was like, just shoot your shot. But like, what does make the move mean to your listener, to your viewer? Yes. And what exactly he's waiting for the other guy to make the move, what would that move be? Is it saying I like you? Is it physically making a move, going in for the pash? Is it a date? What does that move actually look like? Yeah. How would you know? There's an interesting quote that I remember hearing and I've heard it several times now and it goes along the lines of if someone likes you, you will know and if you're confused, then they don't necessarily like you. So I don't know, for some reason that kind of pops into my mind. I think that if you're confused and you're not sure if someone likes you, there's nothing wrong with giving it a little bit more time to then see if that changes and things become a little bit clearer or just doing the what I would say is the grown-up thing and putting it out there. Yeah, and the vulnerable thing, and it is scary to be vulnerable And I guess, you know, earlier I said it's like a low risk situation, but if you're living with someone that you have romantic feelings for, and then they start dating someone else, Mm. that's that's potentially a very uncomfortable dynamic that this person may find themselves in. So maybe, maybe I'm going to go back on my advice to just let it play out and say, explore it now so that it doesn't snowball and get bigger and bigger and bigger and then go down this other path of you developing stronger feelings, maybe it is better to know sooner. 
Yes, because what if the other person doesn't know you like them and they're pursuing other romantic situations? Are you, how are you going to feel if they're like, well, I didn't know you liked me. So I went on other dates with other people. But do we really think, Steph, that people, and I don't know how old this person is, but do we really think that adults can't tell if someone likes them? Mm, In this day and age, it can be confusing. But I think you've got, do you know what it is? I think people may deny themselves or they may, like this person said, I've got imposter syndrome. Not too sure what he means by that. Maybe thinking he's not good enough or Mm. maybe... He's not sure about it. Um, what do you think? Do you think we know if someone likes us? I can't think of a time where I've been unsure if I'm spending time with someone. For me, it's of the opposite sex. Like if I've been spending time with a male, I don't know if I've ever felt like, oh, I'm I'm unsure whether this person is romantically interested in me. I think that you can read the room. But that's just my personal experience. And it, I guess it could be different if the person is naturally quite flirtatious and, you know, holds eye contact with every, like it, I'm sure it can be tricky to know. But yeah, I just don't know if I've had that experience where I'm really like, oh, do they mm. like me? Do they not like me? See, I think when I'm in that dynamic, they like me, but I don't know if they like me romantically because when I first met my partner, we met in a type of business coaching setting and our conversations were very like about business and thoughts and beliefs and families. And then I thought I was going into the the coach zone. You know, people go into the friend zone. I thought I was going into like the personal coaching zone. And sometimes when I've met people and they've shown an interest, it's maybe a business interest or I'm going to learn heaps from this girl. I'm not interested romantically, but let's be friends because I'm really interested in how you run your business. I'm not sure if that's ever happened to you, but sometimes I do question, is it romantic or are you wanting something other than that? Yeah. And I guess it really does depend on personality as well, you know, and everyone's lived experience. If someone has been really hurt from being shut down, they might be naturally more withdrawn and less likely to kind of give away those cues so freely. Whereas someone who perhaps uh, doesn't have that particular set of fears might be really obvious. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. So going back to this guy in summary, what do we think they should do? Because he just said, I just have to believe the universe is working for me now. But as you know, I'm like, what the F? I don't know what to do. Okay. Full disclosure, like 13 minutes into our conversation, I've been in a situation where I moved in with someone and within two weeks, I was like, okay, I have romantic feelings for this person. And I just remember that like in the early weeks and early months, I would kind of like not manipulate situations, but create situations that felt a little bit more romantic than the average housemate situation just to see if it landed. So I'm wondering if for this listener, you know, if they both drink, like it's like, let's grab takeaway and have a few drinks together and sit on the couch and have that kind of deep and meaningful conversation. And maybe they can just test the waters a little, you know, dip their toes in a little in terms of asking 
Do you have romantic feelings for anyone at the moment? Is there a world where you could imagine us being together romantically? Like those sorts of questions might be enough to open the floodgates. I love that. So you're saying set a trap. (laughs) Set a trap. Manipulate, manipulate. manipulate. (laughs) You're saying set the scene, some candles, some wine. Make it obvious that it's more than just two mates having some beers watching the footy. Make a little bit of more effort. Make it romantic perhaps and Yes, start talking about relationships. Get a bit closer with your body language. And at the end of the day, our language, 70% is in our body. If this person is leaning into you, if they're touching you, if they're um, you know, getting closer in proximity, if they're looking in your eyes, all those indications are so strong as opposed to people's words. So if I was this person who sent the message, I would set the scene, suss the vibe, and you know, lean in to what it may be. And yes, that other guy may make the final move, but perhaps you have to set the scene to make that other person feel safe and confident that the move can be made. Yes, I co-sign all of that. And perhaps one other thing I would add, Steph, is this listener mentioned imposter syndrome. I wonder if it would be a worthwhile activity for this listener to sit down and journal on some of the attributes that they have, that they bring to a romantic partnership, like focus on what it is that he has, like, you know, focus on, I'm loving, I'm funny, I'm kind, I'm gregarious, whatever it is, but bring Mm. your attention to all of the ways in which you're valuable as an individual, but also within a romantic partnership and focus on that as well, as well as reading the signs and leaning in and setting that man trap. Yes. And be confident that you're telling me, I'm pretty sure he likes me. I'm pretty sure he does too. So yes, be confident in that. Know what you bring to the table and just think, you know, if tomorrow was my last day here, what would I do? Yes. And just yesterday morning, one of my little boys was really nervous about a speech he had to give at school. And I said to him, what is the worst case scenario that could happen. You know, like the very mm-hmm. worst situation. You get up in front of your grade four, your grade four class. What's the very worst, most disastrous, catastrophic version? And we talked through that. And so I think even allowing yourself to think, well, what's the very worst case? You know, maybe you take your shot and it's not reciprocated. And then the other thing I said to my son is, what's the most realistic outcome? And I think given that your listener has a friendship of seven years, the most realistic outcome is going to be a warm, kind, honest conversation, or hopefully maybe some really hot sex. Ooh, I absolutely (laughs) love that. What is the worst case scenario? What's the best case scenario? And what is the most realistic? And to be honest, a lot of people would say, I'm scared of the friendship. I'm going to ruin the friendship. I would be more scared of never knowing what could have been. Absolutely. And that is a wrap for today's episode. If you enjoyed the Dilemma series on the What's Eating You podcast, please let us know. We will be sure to do more of these. If you haven't already, go check Kylie out. Her page is amazing and she gives the most amazing parental advice and tips and tricks. And we will see you next time. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.